Uh, let us turn to the book of Genesis chapter 14. And verse 14. And when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. And he divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them, and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all goods, and also brought again his brother Lot, and his goods, and the women also, and the people. Ibulaimu weyawuliranga banyaga mugandawe nagenda nabasajjabe abayigirizwa okulwana abazalirwa mu nyumba ye ebikumi bisatu mu chikumi mu munana ne baba gobelero kutusa kudani ne baukanamu okubalumba echiro ye nabadube ne baba kuba ne baba gobelera okutusa kukoba echiri mukono gwa kono ogwedda masiko Nakomiawo ebintu byonna era nakomiawo ne muganda weruti nebintu nebintu bye era nabakazi nabantu our subject is abraham the warrior omutwe gwaffe gwokwigiza kuri ibrahimu omurwanyi you may be seated mutureko uh, then genesis chapter 20 verse 7 lubereberiye sura ya 2 olunyirwa musambu now therefore restore the man his wife for he is a prophet and he shall pray for thee and thou shalt live and if thou restore her not know thou that thou shalt surely die thou and all that are thine Kareno zayo mukazi wo musajja kubanga ye nabi na yali kusabira nawo liba mulamu Idabo otomu zeyo, tege iranga, tolide makufa, gwe naba bobo na. Restore the man, his wife. Zayo, mukazi, uomu sajja. You know the story. Mubimanyi, this is where Abimelech, chinochaba o Abimelechi, king of Syria, kabaka webusuri, had taken Sarah. Biaringa atute Sarah. Uh, when she was 90 years old she looked a teen, she looked a, a young lady because god had restored her to a young person and then abraham tells her you know you are a beautiful woman. This king where we are going. When he sees you he will want to, to take you. And if he knows that I am your husband. He will kill me to take you. Therefore tell him. You are my sister. It was true. Chitufu, she was a sister to Abraham because she was a, a, a cousin. Kubanga yari chizwe. Uh, she was a daughter of um, his father, uh, her, 
of his uncle. But all the same it was a lie. Because he was denying responsibility. Over her. As a husband. And because of fear. But God being God. He protects his people. He had to protect that lineage. He had to protect that uh, uh, blood stream that it gets not contaminated because through that lineage was the promise going to be born. So God protected her that America touched her not. And instead, while he was preparing to have her, God appears to him to restore Restore the man his wife. That man is my prophet. If you don't, you are dead. And he had to do so. So we are talking about restoration. We are talking about Abraham the warrior. Last Sunday we saw how Abraham went after the United Kingdoms that invaded the country that God had given him. They invaded Canaan and they took captive women, children, property. And when he heard that they have done that. And to make the matter worse. That even his, his brother Lot. Had been taken. He gathered his servants. 300 something. As we have read. And then they went after them. They went after the united uh, nations army with their kings he divided against them imagine people that are less than 400 dividing themselves against United kingdoms about four kingdoms and they slew them and even the kings were slain and then Abraham overcame them and he brought back Lot he brought back the women and the children and all the properties the items that they had taken that they had looted you know what a power whose power Abraham's power no it's God's power is it, is it 
Abraham's strength? No. It was the strength of God. Abraham was not a soldier. He was a farmer. He was a peasant. His servants were not army men. They were servants in the home instead of a farmer. So they just picked whatever tool they could do. Put their hand on. Brother Branham said, rusted knives. Maybe some spears, maybe some pangas, maybe some lungus. And they went after military, you know, trained military groups of different kingdoms they slew them what a power whose power God is power you see this power has been there with God's people no wonder He's the same yesterday, today, today and forever. The same anointing that was upon Samson that he slew a lion with his bare hands. The same anointing that was upon him that when he was surrounded in the wilderness by 1,000 trained Philistine soldiers. He just reached down picked a jawbone of the mule and with a bow John he slew an army 1,000 trained army armed if you got a job on, now, leave alone job on. If you got a rifle, a singer, AK-47, and a thousand non-trained men, they march against you. They will kill you. You can just kill a few of them. And the rest will get you. None trained. One thousand untrained. And you have a fully loaded AK-47. They will kill you. No matter how many magazines you will be loaded with. And they march against you. We have seen it here. In Kampala. Mobs. March against police. He shoots a few that he has shot. But the rest get him and kill him. But now. These are trained. Armed. Soldiers, 1,000, marching a man, marching towards a, against a man who has no sword, who has no spear, who has no gun, but he has a, a bone. 
of a mule. And he slays all of them. And kills all of them. What a power. That is not human power. That is God's power. God only wants you to make a courageous step. And you say, I am here. I believe. I confront the situation. I stand, Lord. And when you do that, His power will do the rest. It's not by power. It's not by might. It's by the Spirit of the living God. Some trust in horses. Some trust in chariots. But we. Trust in the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong and mighty tower. The righteous run into it. And they are safe. Stand still. And you see the salvation of the Lord. The Lord serveth not with sword. Not with chariots. Not with horses. But by his name. By his power. The power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. The pillar of fire. Made a trap for Egyptian forces. Who were marching against a group of slaves. With the captain Moses. Who had a rod in his hand. And the pillar of fire was with them. Egypt was looking at a bunch of slaves that they have always harassed, beaten, and made them to labor for them. Stomped on them. That's why they were looking at people they have always beaten. People who are full of scars in their bones. As a reason of the whips of these people. And now they surround them at the, in a desert. Hindered by a red sea. Hindered by a mountain on the other side. Hindered by a valley on the other side. And these ones are coming from behind. They say, now we have you. Now we have you. You know, they are used to harassing them. But this time it was different. This was a bad timing. This was a time of revival. God had come down. The seal of fire was in their marriage. The Holy Ghost was down. down. This was a year of jubilee. It was a time of release. The captives are being set free. Their God was in their midst. He could not be seen with naked eyes. But his presence was there. And the Bible says that when the Red Sea 
looked at the red eyes of God. It gave way. It got scared. And it split. Side by side, there were walls and the dry ground. And they walked on the dry ground. But the very place that gave them escape, the very thing that made where they walked into escape, it became a deadly trap for their opponents. As the Egyptians entered the Red Sea, to the last man when the last man entered the sea then the sea closed from behind and it closed from front and it moved on them swallowed them all why? the presence of God was there that same presence that same pillow fire that same angel of the Lord he has been fighting for God his people no wonder when they reached Jericho He told them Just give praise to God And go around the walls You're not going to put in any of your efforts Not any of your strength But just worship him That is immortal He that is invincible He that is the almighty Just give him Praise. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the Lord of hosts. He never fails. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He is everything. He is our shepherd. He is our protection. Just give him praise. You're going to see the glory of God. And as they worshipped him, that angel that divided the Red Sea, he blew the walls of Jericho to the ground. That same God is the one who gave David who stood with David to slay a lion to slay a bear with naked hands he's the one who directed the stones of David to the targets that it slew Goliath that the same God that we believe and that the same God who went with Abraham it was not the hand of the servants of Abraham it was not their strength it was the power of God that is the God that we have no wonder you the believer you ought not to fear anything Abraham I am your shield Abraham I am your provider I am your shepherd I am your great and exceeding reward Fear not Fear not little flock For it's your father's pleasure To give you the kingdom Restore The man his wife And he has to be restored Praise God. Why this is very relevant to us. The same law. The same way. God was with Abraham. That is the same way he's with us. To restore means. To bring back. 
Oh, a claim can be enforced. Now to bring anything back to its or to its rightful owner. Where it belongs. Therefore, somewhere it went away from its rightful owner. And can wander around anywhere. To restore bring it back to it. To bring back to it who really owns it. To bring it back to its natural estate. Where it was the, at the first time. Bring it back into its natural condition. And in order to do this. We have a right to enforce. If there is a law to enforce this rightful condition or restoration, to restore. if somebody stole some property, if somebody stole some property and they are holding the property captive, then you can take the law and go to this person and the law enforces this person to restore this property back to its natural order, into its liable first estate enforcement oh what a text how I like to have two days on that enforce enforce this very ipad I'm, I'm using here one time Lumu, I gave you that testimony church you remember I'd parked in Barara in front of my brother's house and we went in the house and we forgot about the car because it's a first place I did not realize that I had not closed the door then some you know some thief as he passed below in front of the gate this thing the small door was open he saw the car then he came to the car opened removed the bag went with the books and the, and the iPad, ipad and another tablet of the message he took them and then whether is the one who sold it to the one uh, on whom it was found because that's what he, he claimed he claimed he also bought them from some muyaye this was a muyaye he claimed there is another muyaye that had sold them to him so they, they went. We came to the car. As we came to the car, the bag was not there. And that means all these items were not there. This is, um, uh, this is uh, 
this item i use it for i've used it from for preaching for many many years it has my so many messages it has the history of my ministry where i have been preaching this someone i preached in this country i preached in this church follow the history of my so that when I go back to the same place I know where to begin so I felt such a such a problem it was a big problem and then I pray I went before God I bowed prostrated on the ground I cried to God and I prayed that it be restored. I didn't know how it was going to happen. But we went to police. In Barara Central Police. And we made a statement. statement. Amen. We made a statement. A statement. The Muyaya who took them. He had put in his pictures. Funny, funny pictures. When they are dirty with rasters and with everything. That uh, hideous kind of images. Praise God. And he started selling. And as he walked around selling. I hear. Someone just suspected him and said, This is not the level of a person that should, that should own an iPad. He called him as if he's going to buy. And he called police. And police came. Police they got him. They took him to central police. To give a, to give a, a statement. A statement. And good enough. The very policeman we have found on duty when we reported. He is the one they found there. He says it is a miracle. He told us it is a miracle. For him to be there at that time. Could have been another one. And it would become very difficult. But the case was still very fresh in his mind. And he said this is what was reported here last night. He opened the book file. The book of the book of files, and then he found my number there. He called me. Here are items that 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 looks like what you reported. Tell me the details. I told him the details. He took them by picture. He sent me a WhatsApp I sent him. I told him exactly. They came back in my hands finally. And the, the, the images had to be deleted. The image that the devil had created there had to be deleted. God can steal your child. 
The devil can steal your child. The devil can steal your property. The devil can steal your husband. The devil can steal your wife. And in him he creates his image. But as we invoke this law of restoration. He will be restored to you. And as restored to you. The image of the devil. Will be erased. The devil can steal you. He can take you astray. And in you he creates his image. And as you walk. You think you are a drunkard. As you walk. You are an adulterer. You, as you walk, you are a liar. But the truth of the matter, you don't belong to the devil. That's not your destination. That's, what, that's not what must own you. The devil has just created that in you. But you are better than that. You are better than that. You are the image of God. And as we enforce the law of restoration, the images of Satan will be deleted out of you. They will be erased out. And the image of God will remain. Because when I got my iPad back, I deleted, I removed their images. The image of the Bayai. And, and my images that were there before remained. And everything that had served there remained intact. And it was all restored. That's what we are talking about. The physical is a, is a type of the spiritual. Praise God. Like if somebody stole some property. And they are holding it captive. Then you can take the law. And go to this person. And the law enforces. This person. To restore this property. Back to its natural owner. If your father left you with a house, he left you with a land, that's your inheritance. You must not take your inheritance lightly. And then some person comes, some uh, uh, squatter, he occupies that house. He has no legal ownership. He's a, a, a robber. And he claims it is his. What do you do? You go to court. You open a case against him. And you prove ownership to the church. And as you prove ownership, the owner, the judge will rule. It be 
be restored to you. And as he rules it to be restored to you, that person must vacate. He must leave. Because there is law enforcement. The law enforces. We come with authority upon that quarter and tell him give back. Leave. Do you know the devil is a is a squatter. He has no legal ownership over anything, over your health, over your salvation, over your joy. The devil has tried to take away your sonship. Your sonship to God. He has tried to take away your joy of salvation. He has still tried to take away your righteousness, your holiness. He is only a squatter. Can I read to you the devil being a squatter? But there has been a poacher on the land. A squatter. And that Satan, he come over. He's a poacher. This earth don't belong to him. It belongs to God. But he's a poacher. A squatter. Man, how I could say something right now. But I better know is that is the title deed of our redemption. This seven sealed book is the title deed. You wait till we get into those seals. Another one says, now remember the Old Testament. If a man lost his inheritance and a squatter come on his land, he could not hold it any longer for any annihilation from the owner until 50 years. After 50 years, your jubilee came by and the old jubilee, when the other of the jubilee came along, then everything went its original beginning again. All slaves. They went, went back to the original beginning. If a man was hoeing in the field. And the trumpet sounded. And he heard it. He would throw down the hoe and say. I'm no slave. I go back to my family. Everything was given him back. If a squatter was on the ground. He had to get off the ground. That's all. He got off the ground because why? The legal owner was coming back. He had to give away. Hallelujah. One of these days, the kingdoms of this world will fall and the legal owners will come in one of these days. Will come in one of these days. 
Here he is talking about the year of Jubilee. The year of Jubilee was seven years times seven. That is 49. Then the fifth the 50th year was a year of Jubilee. Hallelujah. Amen. And God said, if a child of Israel was, was sold in slavery, what would cause them to be sold? Maybe he did a crime. And the crime did not deserve him to die. But to be sold in slavery, in those days, instead of taking you up a prison, instead of taking you to prison, they took you to a slave market and they sold you and a man would come and buy you take you to work as his slave a slave is a very benefiting thing because this is something that you somebody just feed and he works Feed and works. And he must work involuntarily. Whether he likes or not. There is nothing like saying I'm tired. He must work. He's driven. Like a beast to work. He's whipped to work. He must work the whole day. Just to feed him and work. Feed him and work. It is believed. That the, it is believed that the slaves who were sold into Europe and America, the African people, Africa, they, they are the, the ones who made those countries develop to where they are now. Yes, because you just work, you are not paid. Work. No kola and eat and work. No dia no kola. You are only fed. Gorisiwa gorisiwa. To work. Okukola. That is what it was. Chichichari. Praise God. So people would go and buy those slaves. And take them to work for them. But that slave must work until the year of jubilee. As they work, they counted years. The year of Jubilee to come. I think one was very lucky. If he was sold into slavery, close to the year of Jubilee. Maybe at 45, or at the 70th week, at the 70th year. In that year, the end of the seventh year, I mean, oh, I mean, the end of the seven last years, that is it was seven years, and seven, another seven, and seven. The seventh year, the end of it is Jubilee. For the nine years, the Now, when the Jubilee came, the priest went through the land of blowing a trumpet. And when he blew the trumpet, when the slave had that 
trumpet. If he was holding a hoe, if he was holding a panga, if he was carrying a log, he just threw it down and looked into the face of his master and said, I am as free as you are. I am free as you are. We are, no, you are, we are now both, we are both men now. And we are all echo. I go back to my family. God has released him free. And you see, when he went back, if he found those years that he has been away, someone took over his property. Someone took over his land. The squatter left even before the owner arrived. All that you lost has been restored to you by the provision of Jehovah. You lost your wife, your wife comes back to you. You lost your children, your children come back to you. You lost your house, your house, your land comes back to you. Praise God. And when Jesus went into the temple, the Bible says on Sabbath, and the priest gave him a scroll. Then he read in the book of Isaiah a scripture that says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me and he sent me to declare liberty to the captives to open the blind eyes to bind the broken hearted and to declare the acceptable and brother Bram said the acceptable of Lord that Jesus Christ referred to was the jubilee so Jesus is that priest is that high priest who goes through the land with a trumpet and is blowing trumpet free you're free every captive you're free every slave you're free you're free from drunkenness you're free from smoking you're free from disease you're free from suffering you're free from sickness you're free no death has power over you. And that jubilee trumpet has been going on for 2,000 years. Free, 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 free. Every captive free. All power has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and preach the gospel to every captive. To every captive. Setting them free. And these signs shall follow you. Praise God. You are clothed with authority. You shall lay hands on the sick. The sick shall recover. 
You shall raise the day. Make the creepers walk. Open blind eyes. Cast out devils. In my name. Because I've given you authority. Take this light. Let it shine. Take this trumpet. Blow it. Blow it in Kampala. Blow it in Uganda. Blow it in America. Blow it in Australia. Blow it in Switzerland. Blow it in Africa, Asia, Canada, everywhere. Go preach the gospel. Every creature, they are free. Tell them, this is Jubilee time. Praise God. And every property must be restored back to the original order. The devil is a squatter. And what about you? What, who are you? What about you? You are a possessor of all things. Like Abraham. You are a possessor of all things. The devil had stolen from you. You have a right now to claim them and to get them from the hands of the poor. Oh, glory be to him. Praise the Lord. Just step out and say, This is mine. This is mine. Put your foot on it. Amen. Footprint means possession. God told Abraham every place that you place your foot I've given it to you. Just put your foot there and it's me who will remove the squatters on that title. Praise God. For you just place your foot there. Enforce. Then we have privilege to enforce. Satan. The claims that God gave us. For God has a law. And his word is a law. And God in his word made certain claims to the church. Therefore we have a right. Enforce these claims upon Satan and say give it back and he has to do it Satan has to do it amen because we can take God as agent the Holy Spirit Go right down on our knees and say, It is that says the Lord. He's got to give it. Up. That's all. Because the Holy Spirit is there to make him do it. Who will make him give it up? The Holy Spirit. The law of the land is to enforce. Is by the land to for the land. Uh, but the law of the Spirit of God is to force Satan to give up. To 
to give up that which he has unlawfully, unrightfully, deceitfully taken from God. Source of men he took from God. Source of women children sickness of the body he placed upon the people where God made them in his image to be like him and the church is given the rightful legal rights by the Bible to take the Holy Spirit and enforce this upon them. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. The church is given authority. Brother Bram talks about and says we don't have power. We have authority. He talks of a policeman. He said one time as he stood beside the road he saw a bony policeman and he stood there that almost the wind could blow him away but when he raised his hand like this and these big trucks Big trailers. It started breaking. And he had to obey and stop. That man. He said he didn't have any strength. To stop a running bicycle. But now he's stopping a trailer. Where does he get that power? He does not have the power. But he has the authority. And this man there on the road. He's representing a whole big government. And all the armed forces of the land. Are behind him. Dare you defy him? You cannot. If you, you refused. If you defy him. Then you've the armed ones will follow after you. And you will not survive. So you have to obey him. He has authority. Even the child of God. He does not have the power. Not by power, not by might. Don't weigh yourself. Or measure yourself. With the opponent. It's not your power. You don't have the power. You don't need the power. You have authority. The power is behind you. The power is in the kingdom of God. My God shall supply your needs according to his riches in glory. That small man Paul did not have nothing. But he said, my God shall supply your needs according to his riches in glory. He knows his enforcement 
is in heaven. He's a representative of the heavenly kingdom. That's why there is power in prayer. That's why when a child of God prays, it is the greatest force. It is the greatest power that God ever put in the hands of man. It is prayer. As one writer put it, it's prayer is the power that moves the hand that moves mountains. Yes. The hand that moves mountains is the hand of God. And prayer moves that hand. Prayer moves that hand. When you pray, and your prayer enters into the heart of God, and God is touched because of you, He moves. David said he was oppressed by his enemies. And he went to God and cried to God. And because of the reason of his oppression, God had his prayer. And when his prayer, David's prayer entered the heart of God, God was rough. He was wroth when he saw the crying, the mourning, the agony of his son David because of the enemy, because of the oppressors. God was wroth and David said as he was wroth, he said the smoke Gushed out of his nostrils. And he got upon the wings of the wind. And he flied on them. And he came down. And he threw his arrows. At the enemy. And he them. Destroyed them. When your prayer. You the son of God. You the daughter of God. When your prayer. Enters into the heart of God. Oh you get on the knees. You better get on the knees. And say Lord. Have Oh God. Be kind upon me. Be kind of me Lord. You see what I'm going through. You see this trouble. You see this trouble. Lord, have mercy, Lord. Cry to your Father. Cry to Him. And His heart will be touched. Because He's a high priest who can be touched by the feeling of our infirmity. His heart will be touched. And when His heart is touched, he will move. And when he moves, mountains will move. Hindrances will move. Hindrances will move. It's not your power. 
It's not your strength. It is the power of God. Praise God. That's what Abraham had. He, oh, he made an offensive against those United Kingdoms. Because he trusted in God. The Lord is with me. He will give me victory. Hallelujah. Amen. A brother came from Louisville. From down in Chicago. Chicago. And left his car sitting over there. And someone stole it. And he had his clothes. His wife's clothes. His children's clothes. It was Brother Evans here. They are usually here. They drive 15 miles every day. When we have service here. Mm. To have service. And the poor fellow. Was, was here without anything. And 700 and something miles from home. And he didn't know what to do. He turned it into the into, he turned it into the police. But they had a big racket to Louisville. They were stealing cars. And painting them. And you, can, you don't have to have a title there to sell it. And they can make you a title in a few minutes. Nasa Road. To any number you'd want to put it on. Put on it. And so they were having a terrible time. So we got down. In other words. The robber who stole the car. Could find it easy. Because of the situation. That was in Lucifer. So we got down on our knees. See, now Jesus wouldn't have had to do that. For he was the word. Now we are not the word. The word of the Lord came to the prophet. There wasn't the word. But the word came to them. But Jesus was the one. He didn't have to pray. He was God himself. His prophets, his servants, who the word of the Lord comes to. I hope you understand that Jesus in the midst of the situation did not pray. He prayed in closet. But in the midst of situation, he said, receive your sight. Leper be cleansed. See. See, be calm. Be still. You see? His prophets who the word of God comes to. Then the prophet is vindicated by whether it's the word of the Lord 
So then we had a scripture here that Jesus said wherever two or more are gathered in my name if they will agree I'll be in their midst and if they agree on touching any one certain thing and ask it don't doubt it they shall have what they have asked it will be given to them now there there is the law now the one that's here to enforce that law is the Holy Spirit you see are we together? If you have an issue, you go to the judge and you open a case. The person who has a case on someone who has stolen. What the judge does, as well as he sends the law enforcers and they command the person who has stolen your thing to restore it. Because that's what the constitution says. That's what the law says. Amen. Now we also the word of God is the Bible. It is the law. The law has said where two or three if they'll agree on anything and ask it and believe and they don't doubt what they've asked shall be given to them that's the law what you'll bind on earth shall be bound in heaven what you shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven what you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven now when these ones prayed, Brother Branham and the other brethren who were there, that was the law. Amen. They had claimed the law. The Holy Spirit had to follow that law as the enforcer. Like God's police to arrest Omubi. That thief. Hallelujah. Mm. Praise God. Come out Now, we got on our knees about five men with Brother Fred Sothman, Brother Fred Sothman and many of the others were there. Four or five men. And we knelt down. And I pleaded. This case before God. Who is this pleading? This is the lawyer. Now you are a lawyer. Go pleading. You're the one who pleads to the judge. And the judge, according to the law, the brother Evans' car had to be returned to him. The thief has no authority on it. You promised us protection and our things. And then I took the word or the promise and sent it forth. Do you see the council? 
Irizi. With the pleaders, we are cancels. Hallelujah. When we plead for someone or for the situation, we are cancels. The great Holy Spirit, as he took the word to serve the summons, a vision broke and I saw a man going towards Bowling Green. And with a yellow shirt on, driving his truck, the Holy Spirit came down upon him, condemned him, and he turned around about halfway. I saw him come back and park that car on a certain street over across the river here. I raised up and told the brethren thus says the Lord and when they started out they went on the road and there was the car setting there half empty with gasoline the tank half empty where it had been filled up just enough to take him half where to Bowling Green and bring him back. Now those men are sitting right here this morning as a witness. What is it? Enforcing. Give it back. That's it. That's what it is talking about. Restore it. Bring it back to its right Owner. And if Satan has robbed you of the privilege of being a son or a daughter of God, we have a right this morning to restore what is yours.
by his stripes we were healed. He was wounded for our transgressions. With his stripes we were healed. Now we have a right to enforce that law. The Lord giveth the Holy Spirit himself. Is here. The agent of God to see that it's done that way. The Holy Spirit, the law agent, is here to see that it's done that way. Hallelujah. Amen. You, the child of God, take your case before God. We Plead. The judge. The Almighty. Place your case before the Lord. And insist. Claim your freedom. The Holy Spirit. Will look at it. That it's done. Now if the court writes out a word. It is a certain, certain thing. A penalty do so and so. Now that's the word of the court. And the law of the court enforces the word of the court. And God speaks something. And that is a law. And the Holy Spirit is here to enforce that law. Amen. Amen. For the believer. You have to be ordained to do so. And it takes a believer. You got to have the badge of, of believer. Somebody say you got you got power. No, but we got authority. That's it. Not power. But authority. We ain't got enough power to do anything. You see a policeman. He only has that badge on him. And as he stands with that badge. And raises his hand. Everything has to obey. Every traffic has to stand still. Because he has a badge of authority. Even you the believer. You have the badge of authority. Praise God. Just stand your ground. Fight. A good fight of faith. Fight for your word rights. God can never fail. This word will never fail. Heavens and earth will pass away. But my word will never fail. Praise God. No wonder these days. I've been preaching very much about Abraham. It's this morning that I've been thinking why has this subject of Abraham stayed very long on my mind? And then I thought this morning is the most suitable subject for these days of the pestilence. He told Abraham fear not. 
I am your shield. Nzenga boyo. I am your shield. Nzenga boyo. Do you know what it means to be a believer? Mumanche chitegezo kubeno mukiriza. You are a child of God. Baptized in the name of Jesus. All a child ordained. I mean dedicated. You know what it means? It means you are in the zone of protection. The blood of Jesus Christ is around you. That's why the Bible says that brother, that sister, brother or sister, who is stubborn, or your wedaru, walking in sin, and is stubborn, he says, throw him to Satan, for the destruction of his flesh, that his soul may be saved in the door of the Lord. It means this. If someone is in church, and is walking Disorderly, he will still enjoy protection. Because church has the blood around. The church of Jesus has protection. Every time we are in good fellowship with the church, we are protected. Ebola cannot touch us. Ebola rasobola tukomako. Coronavirus cannot Coronavirus touch us. Coronavirus cannot touch us. tukomako. Death cannot touch us. We are under protection. Praise God. Even when we don't live right. Yes. The protection is there. Is there. But that whole church, though protected, God will stay out. Because in it, it has a member that is controlling. So, what the church must do, it must throw that member out. Excommunicate him. Throw him to Satan. The Bible says, for the destruction of his family. If he is a real saved D, someone that God and saved. A child of God who has turned stubborn. And now you have excommunicated him. Throw him out to Satan. Satan will be turned loose on him. Because now he has no shield. And now as Satan turns loose on him, he will be in trouble. He will be in trouble. Anything can happen. Robbers can break his legs. He can, they can kill him. Accident can claim him. Any disease can catch him. It can kill him. It can disable him. Anything can happen. Then he will come back to himself. And he will repent. But the prophet said. If that fellow. Who has been in church. If he's just been 
just a parasite. He's not even a believer. He's not an elect. And now you cast him out. He can even enjoy a lot of Peace he can even prosper than when he was in church. And some of them, they mock and say, I'm even better off. Such people, it's a sign that we are right. They were not children of God. If you find peace outside of church. It's a sign you were a parasite and it's good we got rid of you. And then because now you are in the hands of Satan, Satan will give you a comfortable uh, journey as he moves you to your to, 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 to to the gate of hell. You will go on prosperous. And you think you're okay. You even forget that you were once a believer. You, you didn't reconcile. Until one day. He's got you eternally. Forever now. You, you are gone. But if you were a child of God, when the church loses you, you are in trouble. You will be clubbed by Satan until you turn back on your knees. Praise God. But otherwise, the church of God has a shield. I am your shield. He said, I am your shield, Abraham. Fear not. I am your shield. And I am your great and exceeding Lord. Oh, praise God. So church, you must not fear. He is your shield. Praise God. If you abide in me, my word abide in you. Ask what you will. St. John 14, 12. believeth in me, the works that I do, he shall do also. Greater than this shall he do. Because I go to the Father. A little while, and the one seeth me no more. Yet he shall see me. Because I'll be with you. Even in you. How did he. Not the body. It's sitting at the right hand of the majesty. But the token. That you have received him. And has given Back to you. Take the token. And claim anything you wish to. God promised you. I've already said. I made two classes of people. I'm ending with this now. I've made two classes of people. The, fanda, the fundamentals and the Pentecostals. The fundamentals positionally 
Positionally, studies the scripture and figure it out. They say, well, we are sons of God. They believe that. Yes, sir. But they don't have any faith with it. But the Pentecostals has got a lot of faith. And they don't know they are sons of God. Now they don't know where they are standing. But they have a lot of faith. Who are the fundamentals? Give me examples of fundamentals. Baptists. And others like that. Those are fundamentals. They know the scriptures. They know what the scripture talks about. But they lack faith. Operate the law. Praise God. The Pentecostals have a lot of faith. Fire, 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 fire. But they don't know why they are calling the fire. Where they stand to call the fire, they don't have. They don't Amen. Two groups. Now, Kati. But the Pentecostal has a lot of faith. And they don't know they are sons of God. Like a man got money in the bank. Can't write a check. And the other one can write a check. Got no money in the bank. Now who has the, ma- the, the, the money in the bank? The fundamentalist. But he doesn't know how to claim it. This one who knows how to claim. And he doesn't have money in the bank. He's the Pentecostal in the, with a lot of faith. And he doesn't know his position in the kingdom If you could just ever get the thing together. Till men and women could realize. You that's been truly baptized into the Holy Spirit. And you have the token to display. You have a right to every redemptive blessing that God promised. You are the two. Get what the fundamentalist has. Get what they have. The, phenom- the fundamentalists. Then get what the Pentecostals have. Then you're going to do exploits. Look at the message people. They know the scriptures. They know where they stand. They can preach adoption. They talk about the thunders. They say we are here. In the book of Revelation. We have the title deed of redemption. We have the open book. But. They are lazy to pray. They can't pray. So with all the swords that they are having, the devil comes with a stick and whips them. And yet they are holding 
powerful guns. Look at the Pentecost. He can go to the prayer mount. He fasts the whole week. And, and claims and claims and claims. And is there praying? He's too aggressive in prayer. But they don't have the word. None of that works alone. None of that works alone. But get a believer the message. With the revelation of the word. Let him have that zeal to pray. That burden to pray. And let them be prayerful. You are going to see mountains more. It takes both. Let that messy believer who knows the word, he knows we are sons of God. And what does that mean? We've been restored to what we were, Adam, before he fell. The book, our title, did that. Adam forfeited. It has been restored. We have it now. Let that believer now add a life of prayer and a life of faith. Claiming his inheritance. Turning his ground. And cause the enforcer to enforce his claims upon the enemy. That will be a hero. That will make a hero. Of faith. That is a, a mighty conqueror. That will be invincible. That will be an invincible believer. Amen. Praise God. You have a right to every redemptive Blessing. Blessings that God promised. Everything that He promised is yours. Hold your token over your unwavering faith as you pray and over His word. Faith is His word. Praise God. Come out and there is a way. Amen. Amen. Mine, mine, mine. Jesus is by. Mine, mine, mine. Jesus is my. Jesus is my Savior. Day by day. Oh, mine, mine, mine. Jesus is my. Mine, mine, mine. Jesus is mine. Mine, mine, mine. Jesus is mine. Jesus is my savior. Day by day. Oh, mine, mine, mine. Oh, Jesus is mine. Mine, mine, mine. Jesus is mine. Mine, mine, mine. Jesus is mine, Jesus is my Savior, day by day, mine.
Jesus is mine. Oh, mine, mine, mine. Jesus is mine. Mine, mine, mine. Jesus is mine. Jesus is my Savior.
to Zion. Let us go to Zion. Let us go to Zion. And see of the breaking. Oh, there is singing in Zion. There will be singing in Zion. Oh, singing in Zion. The city of the breaking. Oh, there is singing in Zion. Singing in Zion. Hallelujah. Singing in Zion.
We give you glory, Lord. We worship you. And we praise you. For you alone is worthy. You deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. There is no one like you. How great is his one? He's the greatest one that's ever was had. He rolled back the waters of the mighty.
Yeah.